We believe that God blesses preaching, but we're not seeing that blessing. The enemy has come in like a flood. And the Lord is not raising up the standard against him. The enemy is rampant. Modernism, liberalism, ecumenism, worldliness of every kind, sweeping over the land and the church, powerless to do anything about it. That's the absence of revival. Now let me tell you, my friend, there is absolutely nothing can take the place of a mighty moving of the Holy Ghost. I've made this statement before and I'll make it again. And I know that it sometimes doesn't go down well in every quarter, but be that as it may, it's God's truth. When you see the church producing... Tremendous thinkers and treatises on what is called apologetics. You normally are seeing a church that is devoid of the power of God. When you have a church reduced to having to bring out nitty gritty little arguments to try to prove the Bible is the Word of God, to prove that God is the Creator, that God is the upholder of all things, how on earth can you prove anything to a dead man? Now, don't misunderstand me. I have read my share of apologetics. I have my own particular, well, it's not particular to me, but I have my own uh, beliefs in apologetics. I am called a Vantillian in apologetics, a presuppositionalist. I believe all that. But I also believe that God never, never in the history of the church has never done anything great through the pursuit of apologetics. How do I know that? I'll tell you very simply how I know it. Jesus stood before the Pharisees of his day. And they asked him a few simple questions. They were blaming him for breaking the Sabbath. You remember his famous line of argument? If your ox or your ass falls into a ditch on the Sabbath day, do you pull it out? And yet you're blaming me for making a sick man whole on the, Lord's, uh, on the Sabbath day? And they were absolutely dumbstruck. Couldn't say a word. But if you were to go today to the rabbi of this synagogue behind us and put the same argument to him, he would chew the head off you. He, he's not only got an answer, he's waiting for the question. And all through the centuries, the rabbis have had the answer. What was the difference? The difference was that when Jesus Christ in person was there, when he was putting the question, it was not some little apologetic argument. It was something that was spoken in the power of the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you, there's no answer to revival. There's none whatsoever. Not a thing in the world the devil can do about it. When God starts moving with great power, you see big sinners who hate the gospel. People who come to a meeting to break it up. People who have gone to the meeting to attack the preacher and they end up falling down under conviction and getting saved. There's no answer to that, you know. And all the apologetics in the world don't make up for it. Now, don't think that I am such a Philistine that I'm totally against education of Christian ministers. I'm a Presbyterian. I believe in an educated Christian ministry. But let us make sure that education is put where it ought to be, at the foot of the cross. Let us make sure that we do not get puffed up 
that we think because we know a wee bit of Greek or know a wee bit of Hebrew or learned a wee bit of systematic theology or we've learned this neat little logical argument or another that suddenly we're of use to God. All that there may be useful to God or it may be totally un, uh, or useless to God. The difference is the power of the Holy Ghost. 